Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waltman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Happy Monday, everyone. Another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Joe is on his way in. He will be here shortly. Uh, Anyone who knows me knows I'm not a morning person. Somehow I was able to make it through last week's morning episodes because, by the way, if you don't already know, we are going live at 11 a.m. Eastern and 7 p.m. Eastern instead of our original time slot. Not Not a morning person. I was able to get through the whole week of morning shows. No problem finally just hit me today i have a case of the mondays i don't know what you want to call it but i have my cup of tangerine juice i didn't even know that was a thing i didn't even know tangerine juice was a thing i got it at costco it's not even very good but i'm drinking it anyway (laughs) and this is much better the apple cider donut from trader joe's my wife bought them for her but i guess there's gonna be one fewer so let me know what your breakfast of choice is in the comment section. Uh, love to hear it. Obviously, people have different answers, but always interested in that. Got a lot to talk about today. Got a lot to talk about. A tale of two 9-11s. A tale of two presidents. I don't think you can have a more different presidential handling of the 20th anniversary of 9-11 than what we saw yesterday between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. I don't think you can see it. I think that when you actually look at it on its face, Joe Biden was a disgrace. I mean, he's he's booed at the 9-11 memorial. He takes off his mask to shout at people, allegedly to shout down a heckler in the middle of it, to shout down a heckler. He then goes to Shanksville, and in Shanksville, he talks, he brings the dead, the 9-11 dead, into his political games, saying that the dead would be unhappy or rolling around their graves, something to that effect, if they'd seen all the people with the F Biden signs. No, I, I firmly believe that if the 9-11 dead were here today and saw how Joe Biden exited Afghanistan, they'd be pretty pissed too. Gonna get into all that. Plus, we're gonna get into Donald Trump. He had a hell of a day. Visited the firefighters, visited the police. Interesting, social media tried to claim that didn't happen. They tried to claim that there never was a Trump visit. And there was actually this whole movement to discredit as if it never happened, but it did. And then (laughs) that night, he went and was a commentator at a boxing match (laughs) with Holyfield. Holyfield got smoked. I mean, Holyfield is about, I mean, that's what happens when you have a a 58-year-old boxer trying to get back into the ring without really training for the fight. Anyway, we're going to get into all of that. So make sure you hit that thumbs up button, comment, share, DLive, comment, comment, comment. If you donate lemons, we'd gladly accept them. And we're also live on conservative-daily.com, Twitch, and Clout Hub. So let me get my cut list ready to go because, well, first of all, before we get into that, the craziest thing ever, have you guys seen the cat video? The cat video at this stadium let's play it and then this has to be listen i'm all about the flag code using the flag respectfully like you don't use the flag as apparel you don't use as a cape but i think that the founders i think that all the fallen service members everyone that holds the flag with such reverence i think they'll be okay with the american flag being used to save a cat from falling like three stories Let's go ahead and play this. I don't know if you've seen this yet. Play the cat video. Game. No one really knows how the cat got up there. The cat was dangling from like a, like a mezzanine. No one really knows how the cat got there, but everyone's trying to save him. I, I love the one guy who was holding out his hand, like expecting the cat to reach out and grab it. No, it's a cat. He's not going to reach out the paw. 
But yeah, I, I think out of all of the things you're not supposed to use the American flag for, I think saving a cat from a two to three story fall, I think that is definitely, definitely forgivable. So let's start getting through this because we're going to start with Biden and then we're going to get into Trump because Biden had a really bad day. I mean, most days are really bad days for Biden, but this was pretty bad. Here's Joe Biden at the 9-11 Memorial being booed and heckled. Let's play cut one. The murderers, look, the murderers. You're a mud for what you did to Afghanistan. Terrible, terrible. Don't sniff them. Terrible. All right, lots to break down there. First of all, the classic take the mask off so that he can lean in and breathe on someone. Classic Joe Biden. Mask is a virtue signal. Yeah, he'll walk around outside wearing a mask, no problem. The minute he gets close to someone, he actually leans in, breathes on them, takes the mask off. Classic Joe Biden. I, I like the the one guy who said, you're a mutt for what you did in Afghanistan. I think that's why he said, you're a mutt. I mean, classic, classic New York insult. Other guy chimes in, don't sniff him. And then, yeah, he got booed. Now, is it the place? Is it the place to boo Joe Biden? A hot debate over the weekend. Is it the place to boo Joe Biden at the 9-11 Memorial? On the one hand, you think, okay, this is the 9-11 Memorial. You don't boo Joe Biden. You don't boo anyone. But on the other hand, what he has done to tarnish not just the fallen, but everyone who died in Afghanistan through his completely idiotic withdrawal. I don't know. I, I think if you're there, it's really hard to give Joe Biden any respect. Resonator said, yes, boo him everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's, what's the, uh, what's the Maxine Waters quote? If you, if you find them in their department store at a gasoline station, get up in their face and make a crowd. Yeah. Next no? we got Joe ready. I'm going to bring him on. Okay. Protocol is that you, that you message me first so I can introduce him, not just come live over the show, but we have I Joe. Did. We have Joe. Um, welcome to the show, Joe. Hey, how you doing? Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Um, so we're going through all of these things, and uh, Joe uh, Joe Biden disastrous, disastrous day at nine eleven. I mean, we we just played the one clip of him getting booed at the nine eleven memorial. Um, did you see that clip yesterday? What do you think of it? I think it's just uh, you know I think it shows that the most popular president ever in history is not the most popular. I don't know if you saw what's happening in, in, in California. I think, I think we're going to talk about that today, right? We're going to talk about the California. It's uh, not, voters. it's not on the agenda for the morning. We, it might be at night. I know that, I know that people are going into the different um, polling places and they are finding out that they've already voted shock. It's happening again. People going to polling places in California trying to vote in person. But, it, and say, but it's not—it's not happening as it was before, where you heard of one or two different instances. This, you're talking about 20, 30, 50, 100 at the same time that are going in that are being told that they've already voted. I have a couple cuts yeah. for it. Yeah, uh, no, that's going to be the evening. We're we're going to be talking about 9/11 this morning, but that'll be that'll be the evening one, or maybe we talk about it towards the end of the day. Um, What's up? I, I'm, I'm, I, we're going to talk about it today, so we're going to play a couple of these cl clips as well. We're going to play – we can talk about 9-11, but we need to talk about the fact that there's an entire state that not only the machines um, compromised, so are this, these mail-in ballot systems. I mean, this is, oh, this, is not only, this is not only news. This is breaking news. This is happening right now where an election that's again true. is being stolen, and the number one thing, the, number, the biggest problem in this entire country – the biggest problem we have right now is election integrity. They are stealing elections and they are violating the law in every state. There's nothing bigger than what they're doing in California right now, which is gaslighting Americans and saying your vote doesn't count. While these terrorists are out there basically doing whatever they want. Yeah, so let's get through the 9-11 stuff and we'll talk about that in the bottom half of this hour. Um, 
the the image, the image that probably will always be remembered for the 20th anniversary. If you put up image two, this is what it looked like. And kudos to whoever snapped this picture. I mean, you have Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, Joe Biden, <laughs> Dr. Jill Biden. You have Bloomberg. <laughs> I think Joe, I think in this crowd, I think jo- Joe Biden might be the smartest among them. I mean, that's crazy. But that picture of him shouting, if we put it up again, image two, he is shouting, apparently shouting down a heckler. Put that up one more time. Image two. We can do it. Image two. Max, I don't know if you're in rare form, but you better you better stop acting the way you're acting towards the producers. You better stop, or I'm going to get off this show, and we can have a talk afterwards. Just stop. Right? Just stop. Do we have That's video? That's Joe Biden shouting down a heckler. We don't have him shouting down a heckler of the video, but we do have the, heck, the heckler video earlier um, that we played. Um, what do you think of that? I mean, <laughs> first of all, do you think Joe Biden is the smartest person in that group? He might be. It's a lot of dumb people. Okay, so Joe Biden then went to Shanksville and he actually agreed to talk to the press. His, his team refused to let him speak at any of the events in a formal fashion, but he did speak to the press and pretty shamefully he brought up the people who died on 9-11 and asked what they would think about the people with the F. Biden signs. Let's play this. Cut three. Point is, what I'm thinking about today is what these people who, and I've got a piece of, small piece of one of the beams they have, they gave me last time, or not last time, but how many times ago. And the flag they gave me. And uh, I'm thinking of, you know, what, 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 what are the people who died? What would they be thinking? They think this makes sense for us to do this kind of thing where you ride down the street and someone has a sign saying F so and so. I mean, F so and so. So he's referring to the F Biden signs. F Biden asking, what do you, what do you think the fallen would think, would say about the F Biden signs? Do you think that that is in any way appropriate, Joe? Yeah, I do. No, for him to bring up the dead and say and, and use them as like political fodder, like like like, oh, they, they would be ashamed of the F Biden signs. No, I don't think they would at all. I think right now there's there, people that would be ashamed is the people that actually sacrificed their life over the last 200 years. I think that would be I think that would be the people that are rolling over in their grave right now. Founding fathers all the way down. They're delusional. We are dealing with a, a massive uh, amount of lying that happens across the entire spectrum, and they act as if there's nothing to see here. It's almost as if they're like, what? They punch you in the face, and then you turn around, and you're like, wait, what happened? Why would you punch me in the face? You're like, what, what are you talking about? I didn't punch you in the face. That's how blatantly obvious everything that's happening is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well speaking of punching in the face, that also came up during Joe Biden's little impromptu press event where he talked about Donald Trump wanting to get in the ring with him. Let's play cut number four. This idea that, you know, well, you know what, what do you want to do with Biden? I want to box him. I should be so lucky. You know what I mean? But it is the, the, the kinds of things or, you know, stuff that is coming out of Florida, stuff that's coming out of... You know, Robert E. Lee had been in Afghanistan. You the one. No, anyway. I have no idea what that guy is saying. None. I don't even know. I, I, I can't. I, I don't. I have no. I, I still can't understand what he just said. Robert E. Lee, uh, Trump wants to box me. What's coming out of Florida? What's coming out of Florida? I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. I've I've never heard anyone say that Robert E. Lee, if he was in Afghanistan, would have won. But I think 
it's probably true. I think you could have put any military general in Afghanistan and they wouldn't have withdrawn that way. Yeah. So I'm no Confederate apologist, but I think that if you had put literally any American or Confederate general in Afghanistan and explained to them what's going on, I think they would have done a better job. Anyone. I think that that's pretty uh, well-founded. Well, now we have, we, have, we have about 3,500 people that are waiting in Afghanistan in uh, Maza Sharif to get out. They can't get out. Yeah. Just can't get out. Yeah. But you see how he goes to the Confederacy? Everything's Confederate. Everything's Confederate, Confederate, Confederate. He's there on 9-11. He's bringing up the Confederacy. It's just everything, everything is, is racist. Politicized. Him. Everything, everything is, is white racist. Supremacy. Everything. But the whole idea yeah. is how do we separate the country as much as possible? I mean, it's, it's, it's a playbook. I mean, they're, they're following the playbook, and we, we keep walking through it rather than just ignoring it and saying, hey, look, we've had enough. All, all we really have to do is just settle down and then get into a position where we can walk out and just say, look, we're not going to take any, any more. Uh, we, we're not going to recognize your authority anymore. That's really all we have to do. And people are afraid to do that. I get it. But at some point, we're going we're gonna to find ourselves in that position. So the part about boxing... To, 9 11. I mean, did you, I mean, did you see what uh, uh, Bush said? President Bush said, Yeah, we have that clip. We have oh that my clip gosh. Wait, wait till you see this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. He, he basically said, and this is the aristocratic elite. I want, I want to I identify what we're talking about. We're talking about the aristocratic elite and their political pawns that are out there basically saying, Hey, listen, what, what's happening in the United States with people standing up for the Constitution? Um, all of that is the same thing as what happened in Afghanistan or what happened on 9-11. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Kenny, in the comment section, you are admonished. Don't say that, Kenny. You're admonished. Um, but, yeah, we have that clip of Bush. Let's go ahead and play it. This is cut zero. Cut zero, the Bush speech. The security measures incorporated into our lives are both sources of comfort and reminders of our vulnerability. And we have seen growing evidence that the dangers to our country can come not only across borders, but from violence that gathers within. There is little cultural overlap between violent extremists abroad and violent extremists at home. But in their disdain for pluralism, in their disregard for human life, in their determination to defile national symbols, they are children of the same foul spirit, and it is our continuing duty to confront them. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. I missed that one little part. I missed that. Listen, everyone. Listen. There's one part of what Bush said, defile natural statues, right, or national uh, um, does it say monuments, statues. I feel like Biden there for a minute. Um, where he could be referring to the extremism that's happening with Antifa. No, he's talking about January 6th. <laughs> it's very clear. He's not talking about the Antifa. Well, I can tell you nobody on January 6th went and pulled down statues. That never happened. No, it never did. Well, he's, he, I, I believe he said defile national monuments. Yeah, who did um, that? Well, they, they're, they're claiming it because they walked into the Capitol. Oh, I mean, come like on. The one guy who was in, in jail because so, he went so this to the So this is the balance, right? This is the balance of is he talking about Antifa or is he talking about January 6th? I missed that part when I watched it last time. I was screaming at the TV when he was talking. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, imagine that. Imagine, And yeah. this is the guy that got us into war in Afghanistan and into Iraq on the, on the premise that we had to go fight terrorists abroad. Now, Afghanistan was a legitimate fight in the beginning. It tried, transformed into this nation building that we yeah. never should have been doing. For, for 15 plus years. But Iraq didn't have weapons of mass destruction. It's, it's very clear now. Um, that was a folly. We, we never should have entered Iraq. We never should have been in the, in the business of nation building. If he's willing to do that to fight those terrorists, and he says that the conservatives are of the same cloth, he's talking about going to war against conservatives. I mean, this is the guy who literally invented the idea of going to war abroad to fight terrorists. Yeah, I and think he's, that, and he's saying that we're from cut from the same cloth. I, th I think a, a certain portion of of him has to feel a little bit of shame for what for what he caused, right? 
and how he handled, you know, in, in, in retro, and I say in retrospect because we looked at the Patriot Act, which was, has been used more against Americans than it has against anyone else, right? It's been used to spy on Americans. It's been used as, as a political football in order to get to and persecute people in our own country. So, you know, I think that, again, we, we've had this conversation about the left and the right, and uh, I think that they're wings of the same of the same bird. I don't, I don't think we're dealing with two separate parties right now. I think we're dealing with one party. I think we're dealing with one group of people that are the aristocratic elite that want to destroy everything about our yeah. country. And then they go out and they recruit people that will follow them so that they can have power and authority. They sell them on the idea that you're next. And so people stand in the gap and do all of these things to adversely affect Americans. So Max, would you, and, and this has little to do with 9-11, but kind of does. The lobbying inside of Washington, all the bills that you see that are pushed in Washington are typically pushed by lobbyist groups, right? Yeah. So, so who then is fighting for the American people? If the lobbyist groups are saying, hey, look, I own this company and I'd really like you to pass this bill so that I can make millions of dollars, then who runs the country? Yeah, I mean, lobbyists get a bad rap and there's a lot of really bad lobbyists. But I mean, like the NRA is technically a lobbyist. Yeah. And the NRA represents six plus million gun owners. Right. So there are some lobbyists that represent civilian groups like the ACLU okay. has lobbyists. Um, but when you start getting into like Halliburton, that's where it gets a Lockheed little, Martin. That's where it gets I, mean, I can really, walk down the line right now. That's where it gets now. slimy. Yeah. And, and there's an element of it. Like when Lockheed Martin wants federal money, I mean, they play games with it. They're like, if you don't give it to us, we're going to close the factory. And then 2000 people in your district are going to be unemployed. Right. So, so there's an element of wanting to help the people, but the, the businesses aren't interested in that, right? They're, they're, they use their employees. They use the people to try and get what they want. But there are some lobbyists that do, um, that do work on behalf of organizations that represent people, not business interests. But they're, they're, in fairness, they are few and far between. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we're in a place where it, it almost feels hopeless until you actually start looking at all the people that are standing up on a daily basis against what's happening in the um, what's happening in the country right if you were just to, in a vacuum listen to Bush or listen to uh, Biden or listen to some of these other talking head aristocratic elite um, you know pawns or and I guess to a certain degree they are a part of the aristocratic elite but um, if you just listen to them you would think man it's just hopeless well it's just why even bother but then you look at all the other people that are out there fighting every single day in this country to bring truth to the forefront. And then, I mean, it, it gives you a little bit more to, um, a little bit more hope. Yeah. So w we played that clip of Biden, uh, uh, that clip of Biden saying that, oh, what would the, what would the 9-11 dead think of, of the F Biden signs and Trump saying he wants to box him. If you don't know, understand the reference, this is what Trump said on the 10th, I believe. He called in to the pre-fight um, press conference, and they asked him, who would you want to box? Let's play cut number seven. If you had to box somebody on Saturday night, who would it be, and what would the fight look like? Well, if I had to pick somebody in the world, not only a professional boxer, because I'll take a pass on the professional boxers, that can be a very dangerous subject. But if you said, do I, ha if I had to box somebody, anybody, I think probably my easiest fight would be Joe Biden, because uh, I think he'd go down very, very quickly, very, very quickly. You know, he once said, oh, I'd like to take him behind the bar, and he'd be in big trouble if he ever did. Now, I think Biden would go down within. The first few seconds. The first few I think Biden would just fall over. He'd walk in. He's like, what am I doing here? Why am I here? He'd walk yeah, out of the ring. Not. He'd walk out of the ring and be like, uh, uh, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, he'd take him behind the woodshed. Um, and what, what Trump mentioned was this speech. He, Trump, Biden said it a bunch of times. But how, Biden talked about how he wished he could go back either go back to high school and punch Trump or bring him behind the gymnasium. Lots of different ways, but here's one of them. Let's play cut five. The president likes to portray himself, I love this, likes to portray himself as a tough guy. When you were in high school, wouldn't you have liked to take the shot? Anyway, it's a different story, but anyway. A macho man. When you're back in high school, wouldn't you have loved to take the shot? Well, let me Other ask you a question. You literally wanted to take You're on a stage gym. running for president, 
right? You're on a stage. This is before he before he was falsely uh, um, the regime was uh, installed. When you're on a stage talking to American people who have been suffering for the last year, why would that even be a thing? Why would you not be talking about the things that are most important to them? Why would you not be talking about jobs, their children? Why? And why is it they never talk, tell the truth, that they always put stuff out there that, frankly, makes me wonder, are you, are you that disconnected with the American people? Are you that disconnected with the community? You know, what they care about is that taxes are at 55 60% right now for the average middle-class and low-class family. And you'd say, Joe, no, they're not. Yes, they are. Gas tax, food tax, I can walk down the line for you. The taxes in this country are out of control. I talk about that. I talk about the border. I talk about child trafficking. Yeah, I would, everything. I mean, there's a ton of things that I would talk about. And yet every time you turn around, these politicians are saying, hey, you're the problem. Average American, you're yeah. the problem. Oh, and I'd really love to take him out back and beat him up. He acts like a tough guy. I, no, I, wish I, agree I, with Trump. I agree with Trump. Biden would go down in seconds. Because Biden know. doesn't even know where he is. Biden doesn't know who he's around. Case in point, put up image six. This is the photo that Joe Biden took at in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, at the 9-11 event. He literally just took a photo with a girl wearing a Make America Great Again hat, a girl wearing a Trump hat, and a kid wearing a T-shirt. I'm you back. see that red T-shirt? It, it has Donald Trump dressed up like the Terminator. And it says, I'll be back. So Biden doesn't even know who he's taking pictures with. These kids trolled him on 9-11. He, he doesn't even know his understand his surroundings. He's taking pictures with Trump supporters wearing Trump hats. <laughs> yeah, and of course he'd go down in a couple seconds. Yeah, I don't – and I think they let him do it because I don't think anybody that actually – I'm, I'm just surprised he was staring at the camera and not at, you know, the girls. Oh. Yeah. Like he, yeah. like he walked over and he saw a kid and he's like, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't help myself. And if you notice, if you put it back up, image six, he took his mask off. Yeah. And if there's ever a time, I mean, obviously take the mask off for pictures, fine. But the virtue signaling of you have to wear a mask at all times. And then he always takes it off right as he gets the closest to other people. Yeah. It, it's just, it, it's just Do we just have stupid. any video like, of him smelling the kids after he got done taking the picture? Give me two minutes. No, we don't have – he didn't sniff any kids that day. He didn't? That no, day. He did. he, that well, day. We, did, we couldn't see it because he was down looking he at might the have. kid. And... He might have. But there, it's a stark difference between what Biden was doing and what Trump was doing. Biden's taking pictures with Trump supporters not even realizing it. Biden is getting booed at the 9-11 Memorial. Biden is talking – is evoking the dead to try and score political points. Here's what Donald Trump was doing. Play cut nine. Taking pictures with firefighters. So, if we go back to image two, it's a stark conference. It's a stark difference. That's what was going on at the Nile of a Memorial. Everyone's unhappy. Okay. Everyone's wearing. Everyone's wearing masks. Joe Biden's shouting at people. Joe Biden's looking confused, like, who let Joe Biden here? Everyone's just, it's just a depressing, and I understand. The 20th anniversary of 9-11, it's a, it's a very somber event. But you look, it's not an event that you, you would expect a lot of fun, but everyone is just so miserable. Do you know those little things that go out of, like, the, what is it called? The cloud where you uh, uh, know what people Lightning? are thinking? Oh, thought, bubble. thought bubbles. Thought bubble. Yeah. <laughs> I want to yeah. take that picture and put a bunch of thought bubbles out there. And one of which one of which is like above uh, um, Obama. He looks like the devil. He literally looks yeah. like he has the death stare of the devil. And then you look at Clinton. Bill Clinton is saying, how do I, why do I get to stand next to this hump yeah. lump? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever happened to social distancing. Whatever what happened saying. to social distancing. <laughs> and if you put it back up, put up image two up again. You know what Hillary Clinton's thinking herself? I wonder if they found my shoe. Because remember, back in 2016, she was at this event, and she got chucked into the side of a van like a side of beef and lost her shoe at the 9-11 memorial. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. She they, completely they, they crumbled. They, like, dragged her into the left car. Left her shoe behind. Yeah. But she left her shoe behind. 
And at, at, immediately after that, I called up the 9-11 Memorial and I asked if they had any shoes in their lost and found. They had zero shoes in their lost and found. She well, might have been the first person. The I know, but she might have been the first person actually to go to the 9-11 Memorial wearing two shoes and leave with only one. Like, that, that's not really a, a place you expect people to accidentally leave behind a shoe. So here's the other part of Trump speaking uh, at the firehouse. Surprised him a bit where he's at the firehouse and he's breaking a little bit of protocol, telling the firefighters that they should support the police. Play cut 10. Bravest people. And right next door, and you know you love each other, because I know the blue. We love the blue. I'll say it loud. You know, you're not supposed to say that. So you're not supposed to say it because there's like a little healthy rivalry between firefighters and police officers. Like, they have a hockey game. They play softball. Um, sometimes there's bad blood, but lately, they really are banding together. This is the part, though, I wanted to play of Trump's speech, actually talking about Biden and asking the question out loud, why wasn't Biden allowed to speak at any of these 9-11 events? It's really unheard of for the President of the United States, asterisk, to go to one of these events, the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks, go to all three locations, go to the Pentagon, go to the World Trade Center, and go to Shanksville. And he doesn't speak in any official capacity. Here's cut 11. And we can't let that happen because that's a stain on our country that's worse than any stain we've ever had before. It's an embarrassment. Biden didn't even speak today. He went to all three places and he didn't speak. I wonder why. I wonder why he didn't speak. No, think of it. No telephone. He went. No telephone. He went. No, he went to three places, all three places. He went to the Pentagon, went to Pennsylvania. He came here and he didn't speak. He can't finish a sentence. He can't finish a sentence. What a shame. The election was rigged, and that's what we got. That's what we got. Listen, I want to thank everybody. Uh, you are incredible people. We love you. We always will. And a lot of things interesting happening. Uh, they are, you know, they're only good at doing bad things, in my opinion. If they fought the war the way they fought the election, where they stole it, I don't even say stole it. They rigged it. We would have had, this war would have been over 20 years ago. You wouldn't have had a war. You would have had the thing, they would have been apologizing 20 years ago but they didn't do that they don't do that they only do bad stuff you wonder whether or not they love our country i love you thank you all very much so again put up image two the statement from trump put up image two the statement from trump i wonder whether they even love our country yeah look at that picture and tell me that doesn't ring true they didn't get a video of him heckling the. We didn't find the video of him heckling the. I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. I, I oh, tried to find it. Yeah. I couldn't find it, but he's shouting. He's shouting someone down. And then, just for complete um, comparison, put up image twelve. Compared to what Joe Biden was doing at this very moment, Donald Trump taking pictures with the police officers and the firefighters. No masks. No masks there. Not one mask. Fauci disappointed. Fauci very disappointed. <laughs> well, we... Um, a tale of two 9-11s. It, it's almost like an alternate universe. I mean, there's no other way to describe it other than an alternate universe. Yeah. No, it, it, it is. <laughs> and what's crazy, this is how you know we might be in an alternate universe... After Donald Trump did that, he went and did commentary on air for a boxing match. He was like the color com- commentator for the Holyfield fight. <laughs> he did he did every card. He did <laughs> all the really? cards. Yeah, yeah. He did all the cards. We we have a little bit of of people chanting "We love Trump," and I think at one per- point they they started chanting "F Biden." I have. Um, I, I, I did might you have see the, same the Mets? Put up, did you see the Mets game? Yeah, the by the way, Yankees oh, yeah. and Mets. Yeah, yeah. Let's put up this. Uh, I think I think cut eight has it. Let's put up cut eight. That was a fantastic job by a really great young man. Wow. He's got a big future, and uh, we're just honored. We're just honored. Thank you. We love Trump. 
That's what everybody's saying in the audience. I don't think I hear that back home. Everybody's screaming right now. But people are going nuts. This is a main event in the South. Thank you very much. What an amazing rendition of the national anthem. Speech. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. This is an honor to be with you, and what a great evening. And I think you're going to see an incredible fight. And Jorge, it's great, Junior. It's great to be with you guys and uh, champions. We love you, man. Special people. Special warriors. Still going strong. Trump. <laughs> you hear it? They got that's the good. going that's been going around stadiums in college football for the last couple of days. Oh. Well, it's a great honor. And thank you very much. Thank you, everybody, very much. We love our country. I love our country. Thank you very much. So we're going to see a great fight tonight. Yeah. And uh, we've seen some good ones. That last one was... I'm going to call it. I think it's going to be a short one. That was, right you think it's going to be this short? Well, you've be been calling them very accurately. I think this one's going to be a short one. Maybe you're right. I uh, think so. <laughs> so he's doing color commentary. Joe Biden couldn't do that. Joe Biden couldn't do color commentary on anything. Like, if you showed him video of his dog biting Secret Service, he couldn't even explain what's going on. Right? He, he no. couldn't do anything. He, he, he put him in front of a microphone without a teleprompter. He can't. And did you hear the, the F Joe Biden chant? Oh, I did. Yeah. Towards the end? And Donald Trump says, oh, that's good. <laughs> 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 Thank you. I'm honored. Um, no, that, that's a, a little that's bit a of chant. The, them chanting, too. Oh, you do? All right. Let, let's put that up. Let's put up. Let's put up that video. Everyone at home, you're going to need some earmuffs for this one. We talked about <laughs> college football being back yesterday and. Some universities had a different fight song than last season. Here's some examples. I, I, I am so proud of these young people. I just have to tell you right now, I am proud of them. You would not think, and this is why I tell you that we have this small group of people you know, General Flynn came out and said there's a small group of people, very small group of people that is amplifying themselves and making themselves look big. They're not that big of a group, guys. They're not. A majority of Americans do not stand up for these radical agendas. They don't. They don't. And they think Joe Biden is a piece of garbage. He's trash. And I know we ran out of synonyms because we went through, I think, almost 150 days. We can bring of it back. We're just going to have to do a different. Effluvium. Uh, we're scraping the bottom <laughs> of the barrel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hit every synonym. I hit every synonym. I, I don't think we have any left, but I'll see if I can find some more. Um, uh, but yeah, no, the, the tale of two presidents, Joe Biden. I, I want to play this again because you, you came right after. But if we go back to that original cut one, I want you to wa watch as Joe Biden's walking in. Obama, love him, hate him, whatever. At least when he, someone says this is where you're supposed to walk, he understands where he's, where he's supposed to walk. Right. Joe Biden... I'm not going to say for whatever reason, because we know why Joe Biden never understands where he is actually going. Like there was a video a couple of weeks ago of him going to the White House. And instead of walking on the sidewalk, like following the sidewalk right to the door, he just starts trailblazing into the middle of the, <laughs> the middle of the lawn. Um, I want to play this again so you can see it. Just watch Joe Biden aimlessly trying to figure out where he's going. Play cut one. The murder is look. Is that a yeah, it's Obama. He's like, oh, 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 did you hear the same thing? You're a mutt. You're a mutt you're a for mutt. what you did in Afghanistan. Yeah. Did you is hear that, him? Is hey, that look. an insult? And you see when he started, he goes, "Hey, look, look at the killers." <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's the killers. There goes the killers. 
We we is look, that an we're insult, saying though? the quiet part. Oh, it is. A, yeah, it is definitely uh, an insult. I, I mean, kudos to that guy for for not going vulgar and, and pulling out the mutt. Well, the I love kid, the he's talking one. to the a kid. The other one says, "Don't sniff him. Don't sniff him." Yeah. A little crazy. A little crazy. Well, let's talk. Let's talk about California because what we, the reason we have Joe Biden at 9/11 Memorial mm-hmm. is because of what we are also seeing in California, the idea that the election is being rigged again. Donald Trump just said it. he's not even calling it stolen anymore. He's just saying it was rigged. Um, what are you hearing out of California, Joe? Well, there's a post that I'm trying to send over right now that AON did, but there's massive reports right now of people going to vote and being given provisional ballots. Now, when you're given a provisional ballot, it doesn't mean that your ballot is actually counted. That's very important Mm -hmm. to know because what they do is they go back and they verify that you voted. And all they have to do is say nothing to see here, and those provisional ballots get put in the trash. So all of these people, and they're talking about hundreds of people on the sa- at the same time, Max, that are coming in and they're walking out talking to people and saying, hey, that happened to me too, that happened to me too, that happened to me too. And they all happen to be Republicans or people that have been noted to vote independent that have voted against some of the radicalism that's happening in California. It's really, it's really scary what's happening in California because on one side they're going to cheat through the, the, the ballots, the other side they're going to cheat through Dominion, Right. They're going to cheat. I mean, the, the voting system, yeah. Dominion voting system is complete trash. Dominion voting system is a system designed to, to defraud the American people, to, to pull away their voice. Smartmatic, two peas of the same pod. And, and by the way, I don't even know if you know this, but Dominion said that they're not connected in any way to Smartmatic. Well, I can't say anything right now. I'm not allowed to say anything. I'm going to tell you guys, we have massive amounts of proof that Dominion, Smartmatic, and ESNS use similar code well, bases. Well, Dominion, Dominion and Smartmatic have had contracts in the past, at the very least. I mean, just the, the publicly available information. They have contracted with one another in the past. Yeah. Yeah. So to say that you have nothing to do with Smartmatic historically is just factually inaccurate. But they said that. Yeah. But they, they said that. But they, they did say that. They have said that over and over again. It's just really bad, man. It's really, really, really bad. It's really bad. And I want to know when Dominion bought Sequoia, right, Mm -hmm. in 2010, 2011, I want to know where they got the money. I want to know who the shareholders are, fully, who the shareholders are in Dominion Voting Systems. I want to know who all the shareholders are. The American people deserve to know who the shareholders are, who's investing in these things. We already know about a couple of them, but who are all the people that invested in the company? Who are the shareholders? Who are the ones that are benefiting from this? Who? I'll tell you who isn't benefiting. Estelle Bender, what you were talking about, the people who have already voted. Put up my screen, Mr. Producer. Um, Estelle Bender, 88-year-old Republican. I don't know why this keeps happening. Um, try it now. There you go. Um, I have to refresh it if I start it too early. Um, go to my screen. Estelle Bender, she's 88 years old. 88 years old. And she went to vote in person on Saturday. And she was informed that she had already cast her ballot, presumably by mail. The problem was she, she said, no, I, I definitely didn't do that. So this is what sticks out to me because obviously we know they play this game. There were people, there were teenagers People of all ages who in the 2020 election said this happened to them, that someone yep. had voted on their behalf. They, they showed up to vote in person and miraculously they had already voted. This woman's 88 years old. We know that Democrats target the elderly. We know that. Yep. We know that they target the elderly and we know that they try to vote on their behalf. It's ballot harvesting. It's worse. It, it, it's worse than ballot harvesting because ballot harvesting presumes that you're actually collecting a filled in ballot. This is fraud. When they go to nursing homes, I don't know if Estelle is, is in a nursing home, but it's a it's a very common Democrat practice, especially here in Texas, which now has been outlawed and turned into a felony. But it's a very common practice of going into nursing homes, collecting ballots from people, from elderly Americans who might not have all their faculties, filling them out on their behalf or telling them who to vote for and then casting the ballot for them. Um, it happens in the Houston area all the time. Well, I mean, and, and they've they've made it, you know, the crime more significant in Texas. But in California, there are rarely, if any, prosecutions for election fraud. They just mm-hmm. don't exist. So it's become a big business. It's, it's actually a business in California of how can we steal as many 
votes as possible. And I have a cut about yeah. this thing as well, what you just talked about. Oh, yeah. All right, let's put it up. What is going on? We spoke with several concerned voters here in the West San Fernando Valley who believe something wonky had been going on at places like El Camino Real Charter High School in Woodland Hills. This place opened up as an early polling location, open 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. daily. But several people tell us they showed up to vote this morning in the special California governor recall election and were told that computers showed they had already cast their ballots. So what? Staffers, they say, were apologetic and helpful, but those voters we talked to are extremely concerned, suspicious, and wanting answers. California native and current West Hills resident, 88-year-old Estelle Bender, spoke with us just a short time ago. What happened today and how shocked are you? Barry, I went to El Camino High School to vote, got there at 10.30, gave her this, and she scanned it and said, you voted. And I said, no, I haven't. And she said, this has been happening all morning. The man next to me was arguing the same thing. So as I left, I did the provisional ballot, and I, I'm just really angry, and I saw two women walking toward me as I left, and I said, don't be surprised if they tell you you've already voted. And she said, they've already done that. If I voted, how did I vote? And who did you vote for? Well, I asked the couple, the young women that I talked to, and I said, are you by any chance Republicans? She said, yes. And I said, well, so am I. And so are the two friends that had the problem at BFW. So. This is the fraud of the American people. I'm telling you, we're going to have to take it to the streets. Just take it to the streets. It's time we evict them, Max. It's time we evict these pieces of trash. And you know what? It's time that Antifa, when they come into the streets, when they decide they're going to terrorize people, Mm -hmm. that people just, you know know how you used to spontaneously just come together and start singing in places? You'd see that over Christmas or, Mm -hmm. or Thanksgiving. Well, I think we need to spontaneously just beat the hell out of Antifa people wherever you see them. Is that too much? That is, uh, is that markedly violence. That's a markedly different <laughs> theme. People, people gather around the Christmas tree singing, and then people beating the hell out of them. I just um, think it's spontaneous. It's it's a yeah. spontaneous, uh, uh, you know, emotion that just comes out, and you just beat the yeah. hell out of them. Sorry. So Zach in the comment section said, when he heard that she was eighty-eight, <sighs> he thought that she was an old timer. But this lady's with it. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's completely with it. And the Democrats expect her to not be with it. I mean, it's well documented that they go after people in their 80s, expecting them not to vote. People that they think are already dead and they continue voting on their behalf. There's a reason that Democrats don't want to purge the voter rolls of dead and inactive voters. It's so that their people can continue to vote on their behalf. This is happening all over California. Who would have thought when you mass mail out mail-in ballots that people are going to vote on behalf of other, of other yeah, of other people. So of course, I, I don't. I don't know if you know this, but uh, Seth Keschel came to Colorado a couple of days ago, and you know, there's a bunch of stuff that um, uh, there's there's a bunch of stuff that came up inside of his his stuff about what happened in the 2020 election, and I'm trying to find it and send it over so we can have some of these pictures. Okay, I sent them. Um, the, the these pictures that I sent over show the difference in just county by county. And keep in mind, these are counties that have Dominion voting systems. We ran the same analysis. Max, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. We ran the same analysis in Colorado on Arapahoe, El Paso County, and um, um, what is it called? Mesa County. Ran the same analysis. And then we brought in uh, Douglas County, Colorado, right? Because mail-in ballots, Douglas County, Colorado, you know, there's, there's, it's got to have the same, you know, if it, if it was done just manually, if it wasn't the machines and it was done manually, yeah. then you should have the same sort of bell curve across the state, right? And my experience is that, that um, Douglas County tends to have a higher day of turnout. Like when I lived in Douglas County, every time I tried to vote in person, line yeah. was out the door around, around yeah. the building. Um, 
which in a state where it's mail-in ballots, it was a little unusual. But right, go ahead. So, what, what did you find? So we found that it doesn't follow the same bell curve, and it stayed in line with previous years on voting. Guess, oh, so what basically, Guess what else? Basically, the Dem- Democrats are claiming that Republicans who live in Democrat areas, there that they flip, but Republicans that live in Republican areas didn't. Yeah, no. It's really, really bad. It's really bad. So, but they also don't use Dominion voting systems. They don't use Dominion voting systems. And it's not just Dominion, by the way. It's Runbeck, which provides paper and provides mail-in ballot systems and things like that. They all play together. And we don't know who owns these companies. That's the part the American people need to understand, is that you don't know who's actually running your elections. You don't know. You don't know. And so if you don't... It's proprietary. Knowing who actually has a shareholder is proprietary? That's what they're saying. Yeah, see? It's proprietary. Okay. Go ahead and put up up, uh, the picture on Arapahoe without the final tally. I'll explain it. The picture that I took for Arapahoe County. Is this the one with all the different uh, numbers, GOP and Dem? Yeah, but not, yes. Yes, that's it. Just Arapahoe. Go ahead and put that up. Okay, so I'm going to explain this to you. This is 2004, the GOP, 119,000 people um, voted for um, the Republican candidate, right? In 2008, 113, that was when you saw the fall off. This had a lot to do with the recession and the bump from um, and the excitement about uh, Obama. Then the second term of Obama, you saw a bigger increase in people that voted for Romney. Now, if you go on the Dem side, it went from 110 to 148. That was a noticeable change from 04 to 08. Had a lot more to do with the fact the, that, that we were going through a recession, and they, were, they basically were blaming it on, on the Republicans. And, and sort of, yeah. And then 153,000 in 2012, 159,000 in 2016. GOP had 117,000. Um, and it was down. And, and this was kind of, uh, kind of an odd, odd thing to see as well. Now, in 2020... Right in Arapahoe County, you saw a spike of 127,323 votes for uh, President Trump. Now, I want to just give you a, a wild guess. Now, keep look at the line, the trend lines. What do you think, Max? The Democrat votes for uh, Biden was in Arapahoe County. Over 190,000. Go ahead and put it up. No, 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 no. No, that's, that's not, right. not it. It'll be the single picture. There you go. 213,000. Oh, so they just <laughs> almost doubled. Every, <laughs> every voter, every new person that moved to Arapahoe County from 2016 right. to 2020 voted for Joe Biden. I mean, think about that. Every single one of them voted for Joe Biden. Now, I'll show you El Paso County. And this is why we're trying to get in Colorado. There's a US EIP is trying to get, and they're, and they're trying to discredit them. All these guys are, uh, they're, they're just conspiracy theorists. White put supremacists. Up, up, El pa- What's that? Uh, uh, I'm sure they've already been called white supremacists. Yeah. So here's El Paso County. This is a stronghold for Republicans. Stronghold for Republicans. And you see 161, 160,000 in 2008 versus 108. Big swing in 2008 for uh, just the enthusiasm for um, Obama. 2012, that, that enthusiasm waned. You know, a standard increase, 170,000 for uh, Romney in 2012, 111,000 for uh, Obama. 2016, 179,000. So you see the enthusiasm on, in, in the GOP. Yeah, it's growing. 179,000 in 2016. And you saw the decrease of the Dem vote to 108,000. In that well, I think you probably also had Democrats voting for Trump. Oh, absolutely. So it probably it absolutely. Pr- the Democrat vote probably increased by right. the same amount, but you had Democrat right. crossovers. Now, in 2020, you saw this extra enthusiasm that th- this would be people voting for uh, President Trump saying, hey, we like what you're doing. And, and by the way, if you see the minority count of the, the increase in minority voters in El Paso County that have voted for President Trump, none of these other numbers. What do you think will make sense? What do you think the Democrats got from in 2020? I think it's going to be like 160, 170,000. Only because you know how absurd it is. 
Yeah, it's going to be something absurd. It's going to be like they just invented 50,000 people. Go, go ahead and put it up. Go ahead and put up El Paso County. 161,000. 161,000 people in El Paso County. Now, listen, folks. This is why, take it down. This is why they don't want to do forensic audits. This is why they don't want recounts. So they're they claiming think that, we're that stupid. many Democrats moved into Colorado Springs area? It's not true. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. Yeah. It's a huge jump. It's not a huge jump. It's a 38% jump in Democrats voting for a guy that never even came here. Never even came yeah. to Colorado. Biden never came to Colorado. Because you know what? They didn't have to. Because don't worry about Trump. He's not going to win. I made sure of it. Company did it. That's their election system. Dominion voting systems. Well, and I, I will can't say it over and over and over again. The guy is a, a raging lunatic, Antifa-supporting ex Drug addict. I'm, I'm yeah, so well, pissed off right now. I can't even see straight because they, they think we're stupid. They think we're stupid people, and we're not stupid people. But if we don't get to forensic audits and we don't get rid of these machines, they're going to continue to make us more and more stupid. Yeah. Well, you know, if Joe Biden won 81 million votes, yeah. wh why did none of them show up to the 9-11 memorial? <laughs> I, he didn't. It looks good to me. Um, what kind of president gets 81 million votes and then gets booed at the 9-11 memorial? What kind of president gets 81 million votes and then takes a picture in Shanksville, but it's all Trump supporters? I don't know. But if, if you put up my screen, this, I find this hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Put up my screen. This is a new billboard that just got put up in I-83. So I believe I-83 goes through Maryland. Um I want to see exactly where this is. I thought maybe it was Photoshop, but no, lots of people are taking pictures of it. <laughs> in York, Pennsylvania, sorry, York, Pennsylvania, this just went up, making the Taliban great again. And for everyone on audio, it is <laughs> Joe Biden photoshopped to wear a turban, just like that one of our listeners photoshopped a turban onto you last week. That's not Joe. very nice. I'm really upset um, about that. Making it look like Haji from Johnny Quest. Uh, this is Joe Biden holding a rocket-propelled grenade, wearing a turban on a billboard that says making the Taliban great again, located on I-83 in York, Pennsylvania. So, I mean, you know, you know what, it, uh, lots of different ways to define FU money. I think FU money, one of the ways to define it is being able to just buy billboards like that. No, I think that a group of people messages. put their money together and had power in numbers. Maybe. And we have massive, I hope. I hope, have I hope it was one person. Numbers. What's because that? if it was multiple people, if, if it was multiple people, they would have had to add the disclaimer of who bought it. It was just one. They didn't have to. So I, hopefully it was it was just one. But yeah, no, lots of people are doing that. Pooling their resources, buying billboards. Well, I know we're but doing we're it at FEC United. We, we tried to at FEC United put up a billboard downtown and, uh, and we got they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll sell you the billboard. And we're like, all right, this is great. And then we got down there and they saw the content they're like, yeah, we won't do it. I was like, you signed a contract. They're like, yeah, we'll pay you the $2,000 not to put it up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I went, you've got to be kidding me. They're like, yeah, we can't, we can't do that. We can't support a, a, a something that says that uh, Biden is not the president. Yeah. I was like, well, he's not. He's not the rightful president. Yeah. He, he's illegitimate. Oh, we, we just can't get into politics. What are you talking about? You can't get into politics. <sighs> yeah. Well, with, with digital billboards now, it is easier than ever to get your stuff up there. So I know a lot of people are trying to sign contracts for digital billboards. Not up all the time, but it flashes up for like 10 seconds every well, we, minute or whatever. We, we have another felon, by the way, that was caught with massive amounts of ballots. Did you hear about this? No. All right, we have one more cut. Go ahead and play this cut. It's a good cut. Yeah, Mike and Jared, many wondering tonight, so was it a voter fraud scheme or something else? Investigators are now trying to determine why it is that more than 300 recall ballots were found inside a man's car at this 7-Eleven in Torrance. More than 300 mail-in ballots for the governor's recall race were found inside a car parked at this Torrance 7-Eleven with a man sleeping inside of it. So that's kind of 
the part where we're at now with this investigation is everyone wants to know two questions. Why were the ballots in his vehicle? What was his intent with those ballots? And that's what we're trying to figure out. It was an employee at the convenience store on Emerald Street near Hawthorne Boulevard that alerted police last Monday around 10.45 p.m. about the man sleeping in his driver's seat. And stolen ballots weren't all police found inside the car. There was Xanax, a gun, meth, and other mail. He was arrested on several charges related to possession of the firearm, the narcotics, uh, the uh, theft of identity theft, as well as receiving stolen property and some other charges as well. Several agencies, including Torrance Police, the U.S. Postal Service, and the L.A. County District Attorney's Office, are now investigating how these stolen ballots ended up inside a convicted felon's back seat. Police say most of the ballots were for Lawndale residents and a few for Compton. We have been working with the registrar's office to get them a list of all those uh, names that were on those ballots so they can be notified and then new ballots can be resent to them in time. The election to recall Governor Gavin. So everyone who got, so first of all, that guy needs to be in protective custody because he's going to get suicided he's not gonna if get they suicided. don't put him under him. They, they, need to, they, need to, they need to make it so you get 25 years in prison for stealing ballots. For stealing the vote of the American people is a 25-year sentence. That's what they need to do. 25 years. Mandatory. No parole. 25 years. That's I love how they're just happen. like, I love how the report is like they're trying to straddle the fence and be like both sides. Like, we, we're still trying to figure out how all of these ballots got into the, the car of a crackhead. Like, oh, come on. Stop playing the game. The guy is engaged in election fraud. Crackheads with guns don't just get hundreds of ballots. They don't just find them. <laughs> I mean, it's, just, no, it, it's, not, it's not a mystery. We don't need Scooby-Doo and the gang to solve this one. It's election fraud. Well, we're up against the break, Joe. Um, you have any, any final thoughts before we end the first hour? Yeah, we have a T-shirt that we wanted to put up there about Back to Blue. So we have a T-shirt on the website. Put it up here. You get it in multiple colors. It is back to blue, honor the fallen. So if you like that shirt, here's one in white. And here's one in black. Yeah. So if you want check to check out the, the store. Show, yeah. Store.conservative-daily.com. Lots of other designs for t-shirts as well. And we're working on that upside down flag t-shirt should be done. Hopefully today it, it's done. We just, there's a process of getting it to the printers and everything. So stay tuned for that. Um, hopefully we, we have that by the second hour. And again, for everyone just figuring it out, new time slots, 11 a.m. Eastern in the morning, 7 p.m. Eastern in the evening. So make sure you come back 7 p.m. Eastern in the evening and tune in for that. Missed you on Friday, Joe. We had a happy hour. I think Friday evenings are going to be happy hours. Yeah, so um, I need to tell you guys what I was doing. I was asked to go to – I was asked to go to um, – a place and meet with someone that had information related to the election fraud that dated back all the way to 2010. And the information was really great. And it pointed some fingers and gave us access to people's names. And the, the outcome of that is that we have more information to pinpoint what's going on at Dominion voting systems and um, some of the other election systems as well. But I'm going to concentrate more on this particular meeting was about uh, inside information about Dominion, and I'm gonna—I'm like a dog with a bone. I'm not gonna stop. I'm not gonna stop. And you know, the great part about this is, is that I—I I, I said, please don't give me any of this information in, in form that I—I'll I'll look at it. Let me take a look at it. Great. Oh, that looks great. Um, but I need you to turn this over to a couple of attorneys um, so that I'm not in, in control of this information. So a lot of great things that are happening. A lot of great things that are happening. You know, the, the radical left terrorists that we have in our, in our country and that are running our election systems, uh, most notably Dominion voting systems, have a rude awakening coming because there is a lot of things that are coming out that are going to come out. We're just letting them seed, let them, let them speak, let them talk, let them say things. Because the more that they talk, the more information we collect, it makes it easier to validate the fact that they're nothing but a bunch of lying scumbags. So that's what I was doing on Friday on an airplane. Well, as soon as we can talk about it, we definitely will. Don't want to divulge anything that could be useful in court yeah. proceedings because as you, don't you let mentioned, Joe, you get, you get a bite at Eric Coomer for two hours. Two hours. So we don't want to let them. We know that they watch the show. I know. 
Hi, Mom. So we don't want to. Oh, I mean, yeah. Coomer. Toodles. Toodles. <laughs> um, uh, we don't, we, we don't want to give them any ammunition. Sorry. Um, I had to give the <laughs> Coom a little. Can I bleep that? No, you cannot. That is 100% needs to stay up there as a symbol of freedom. Yeah. As a symbol of freedom. Well, that's going to hey, be so this when, edition when of the it, podcast. When this is all over, Max, oh. when this is all over, yeah. I think that I think that we sh- I should be able to um, challenge uh, Coomer to a, uh, to get a boxing ring with me or an MMA ring. I like MMA better. Yeah. What do you think? MMA for yeah. show. Yeah. I think that's a possibility. What do you think, Coom? Yeah. <laughs> you want to go head to head? I mean, come on. I, you're a tough guy. You're you're a tough physicist. I don't know. I don't know. Skinheads usually can hold their own. Well, let's go. So then it should be no problem. We'll just settle it there. Yeah. I yeah. done. Well, you heard it here first. Maybe. <laughs> we're, we're, we're chalking up to a maybe. No, I say, I, I'm in. If he's in, I'm in. Let it roll. Let's go. Well, give you, give you guys a couple hours to think about that. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. We'll be back at 7 p.m. Eastern tonight. If you haven't already, subscribe to the audio edition of the podcast. That's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbeam. Everywhere you get audio podcasts. If you have an Apple device, Please do leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and help us rise up in those rankings. Again, that's going to be it for this edition. My name is Max McGuire. And my name is Joe Oltman. Remember, everyone, that the fight to take back our country is not over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together.